okay? Goodwill towards men. And it's obviously Christmas tomorrow and uh, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody that's on the line today as well. And everybody under the sound of my voice, I pray that you have a wonderful holiday. And I hope this be one of the first gifts that you open up this word, because mm. when you get a hold of what the goodness of the Lord is, it is truly a tremendous gift. It is a tremendous gift. In Galatians chapter five, here we go. Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law. Those are the nine fruit of the spirit. Uh, what we're targeting is the word goodness. We're targeting the fruit of goodness. We've learned already that the word goodness means in the Greek useful or beneficial. It means valuable. Here's a definition I did not give, I believe, on Thursday. Uh, this one straight out to Kurt, because Kurt brought this into the fold, and it goes right into the root word of good. It means affecting the mind agreeably. And that's probably the, the most powerful definition. Before we, we can become useful or beneficial or valuable, it the Lord has to affect our minds agreeably. We have to be affected in the place of agreement. The first level of goodness is being affected in the mind. It also means we're going to learn that it means to think truthfully. And mm -hmm. so when you begin to understand what the goodness of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord causes us to think truthfully. He causes us to be affected in the mind in the place of agreement with him. It's actually the father. Uh, it also means uprightness of heart and life. And then, of course, it does mean benevolence. All right. So during our series on peace, the Lord really was establishing a disconnect. And this is really important to understand because we're flowing right into this fruit from peace. But remember, all of the nine fruit are consummated. They work as one. They're, they're, they're consummated in his love and they work as one. So there is a grafting from one fruit to the next. And so they have a sound and a distinction. They have a sound that's alike, but they are distinct. And so when we're learning about goodness, goodness, we, we just probably thought maybe it was favor. Maybe it was God, you know, doing great things or, you know, doing this or that. But there is a method behind how goodness does work. And that method is being affected in our minds. It's coming into the thought pattern of the father. And when we enter the thought pattern of the father, you, we don't, I never really knew that I was under the fruit of goodness because I'm being affected in my mind by God. And this is a wonderful gift when we learn behind mm -hmm. what, what can come out from it. All right. So now, so now his goodness the goodness of the Lord is described as causing our thinking, as I said, to become his thinking. It affects our minds agreeably. When the mind is affected agreeably, when our thoughts become his thoughts, we are in his goodness. Glory be to God. As, a, as something arises, it, and, and if, if, if you begin to attack the circumstance in the mind of God, I'm not talking about in the scripture. I'm not talking about in the Bible or the letter. I'm talking about... <laughs> having a mind that is geared to deal with circumstances, to deal with life 
in any, on any spectrum to deal with life with his thoughts, his mindset. That is the goodness of the Lord. And there's power behind being in that place. Awesome. Awesome. So being disconnected from the root of this world absolutely has God, God positioned us to receive the fullness of his goodness. Case in point, you, you can't serve God and mammon, that, that, what we've been learning in the, in the series on peace. And I now know why the Lord has been stressing that for all of us to be disconnected from a place of, of being controlled by the root uh, 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 of the power of this world, which is the love of money or the, the, the regard, having that regard for money like that. The reason God has been really maneuvering like that for us was to get us into a place uh, uh, that we are fully disconnected because you can't really have the mind that uh, of finances being able to do this and God being able. No, it doesn't work. You can't serve both. So the disconnect was so purposeful. It carried such a purpose. And it was to bring us into position to understand God's goodness. All right. In the book of Ephesians. All right. Chapter five. Amen. All right. In the book of Ephesians, chapter five, we're going to pick up here. Uh, it says here for the fruit of, of the spirit. For the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Mm -hmm. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Yeah. The fruit of God's spirit is like Amen. what marrow is to us, right? It makes God God. Well, when we walk in his goodness, the essence of God, the essence of God is found here in his goodness. God will flow through us. His goodness houses all of the fruit. That's what it says. For the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and then goodness becomes the righteousness of God and and righteousness we know is, is springing forth from Christ who is the truth but the goodness is housing all of this and I understand why because goodness describes the mind of God flowing in and through you so you can imagine that because the mind of God the God the way that God would do things is flowing through you that all of the other attributes of God are coming from goodness from coming from the fact that he's got goodness flowing toward you which is causing life to come into being for all of the rest of his character amen God hallelujah his goodness houses all of the fruit of the spirit for it is his mindset as I said it establishes his righteousness in truth this will cause the life source of God. It's going to cause the life source of God to flow through us. Christ, the hope of glory, will be seen and flow through us. Now, God, again, I, I stress, this message wouldn't carry as much weight as it does for me personally if I didn't receive that disconnect the way that God did in the series, Amen. in the latter part of the series on peace. This Amen. would not carry the power for me, that it carries. I'm talking about for me because I'm experiencing something really special right now in my life. And I'm preaching this gospel through my life. And I'm just being perfectly open and honest. But it wouldn't carry the weight that it carries. Because some of my mind was still connected to the fact that money was a source for me in so many ways that I that were not even pronounced to me. It didn't, it didn't even, it did, it really didn't, it didn't magnify itself. It was 
pretty much resets. But because I've experienced such a disconnect, what perfect timing for me, and I believe for all others that are open to where God is really wanting to take us. And I believe everybody on this line wants that deep disconnect from the, from the source of this world. I believe it. So I believe because just because of that and that merit alone, that this message carries weight for you. Because God is revealed to be disconnected from the source, from the root of this world. Now, goodness is able to flow in its fullness because the mindset of God now has no opposition because of the disconnect. So now Christ, the whole glory will be seen and flow through us on, in a, on a great way, on a great level. Goodness makes us useful. It reveals the value of God. It isn't in it isn't any of our attributes. It's all the attribute of the father. Jesus said it like this. He said, Mark 10 and 18. We, this is something that we've been kind of stuck on for a minute. Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. I found it fascinating that the that the master, that the, that the savior of the world, Jesus, he said, don't look at me and call me good. He did not even take ownership of the goodness of God because he knew that it was God's mind in him causing benevolence mm -hmm. to come out, causing him to be useful, causing him to be beneficial unto us. But he did not take credit for the goodness of God. The word none means not even one man, woman, or thing. Nothing is good. And when we understand this, we will flow, my goodness, hallelujah, not even mine, but he is. But I'm telling you, we will flow. We will flow in the Father and in the power of the anointing. We will flow as, as, as being beneficial and useful to the world. This is when the glory really begins to fill the earth. There's none, not even one man, woman, or thing. There's nothing you've done that brought benevolence to another that you could ever take credit for. It was God. Even when you weren't saved, it was God's benevolence Amen. coming through you. Amen. That's right. Amen. Not one thing you've ever done that you could ever claim and, and say that you did. That would be you trying to make it to heaven by works. So how do I stop the works? I, I, I step into the goodness of the Lord, understanding it's his benevolence. Works don't save us. Works won't help us. But my God, when I move in his goodness, my God, when I move in his goodness, the, the benevolence of God, the, the benefit of God flows. So there's nothing good. There's nothing good but God. Not one man, woman, or thing. The word good, uh, the word none also means nothing. There's nothing so when we understand that, when we comprehend that, God will continue to pour it out. God is goodness. There isn't man, woman, child, or anything that holds this title. This is why, like I said, all the glory, all the glory is unto him. This is why he wants his goodness established in us. He wants it established there. And this is why, this is why we can honestly, with an honest heart, worship and praise him because we understand that the goodness of God is here. Boy, oh boy, when we're when we're stricken with, with things in our in our bodies, just think about this: that God is saying when, when when the word comes up against whatever you might be facing in a physical way, 
or even in a financial way, the word comes up to tell you, to speak unto you. The rhema word comes up to you. That is the goodness of the Lord. Without receiving that first, there will be no manifestation of what you're looking for. The goodness starts in the, 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 the transferring or the, the transformation of your mindset. That is the goodness of God. In Luke 2.14, it says, glory to God. Here, here we go. First piece, then goodness. It says here in Luke 2.14, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, comma, goodwill toward men. We can see that peace, that's why God had us in the series on peace. Peace being established first. So the revelation of goodness would come thereafter. Amen. Peace first, then goodwill toward men. If peace is not established first, if there's not an establishing of God's peace, meaning if there's not a disconnect, because the disconnect was the highest level of peace that we could achieve, being fully disconnected from at the root, now we ascend into the dimension of peace that is now his goodwill can absolutely flow. Let me tell you something, child of God. Amen. Everything flows better in the kingdom Amen. when you have knowledge of what's flowing. Amen. Everything flows better in the kingdom when you have an awareness of what's flowing. So God is giving us an awareness of something that has already been around us but now what's been around us, this goodness is going to multiply. It's going to increase and it's going to establish another dimension of God's power. Why? Because there's an awareness coming unto us about it. We're going to be seeking the goodness of the Lord. He said goodwill would be toward men. First peace established, goodness follows. The goodwill of God is established after his peace is established. The word goodwill means choice choice. It means benevolence, pleasure, satisfactions, desires. For delight in any absent thing easily produces a longing for it. Goodwill gives us everything that we don't have to long for anything. When God's, oh, glory be to God, hear me now. When God's mindset is established in you, it's going to cause the manifestation of the thing in which you have been longing for. If it be healing that you need in your body, let the goodness of the Lord flow. Let, let, the, let the goodness, let the thought pattern of God have its way. That's the purpose of rhema. God's giving us his thoughts, his intentions. God is filling us with his goodness. And it's by way of that goodness that any type of benevolence is going to be made manifest. He said, I'm going to bring goodwill and it's toward men. Goodwill means to think by implication, to think truthfully. That's the depth of it right there. That as we've been severed at the root, my gosh, the truthfulness of God has ever increased in us. So if the truth of God increases, then the goodness of God has increased toward us. Hallelujah, Jesus. The more, the more that you are able to imbibe, the more that you're able to bring in, the more that you are affected in the mind agreeably. The greater dimension comes to life. It comes to life. God himself breathes a little bit more in you, for you. Hmm. It changes the dynamics of things. 
It absolutely changes the narrative of what the devil might have been thinking for bad will be switched to the good because you're allowing the goodness of the Lord, the mindset of God to flow through you. And it's goodwill, listen, it's toward you. It already belongs to you. Yes, God. God in goodness causes you, and I love this part right here. This is what I can personally say I'm experiencing, and I'm loving it, and I will not, I will not let go. I will not let go. In the goodness of the Lord, it's the place that you know that you know. You know that you know. It's There's no question there. <laughs> You're not trying to find God. You're not trying. How in the world are you going to receive his goodness and try to and have to seek for him at the same time? It makes no sense because all of the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness. It's in goodness. I'm not seeking God when I'm flowing in the goodness of God. I've got God and mm -hmm. it's yes. there. Yes. It's there yes. that I know that I know. It causes me to know that I know. And my goodness, that is a place of, it, it, it heightens your faith. It is, in essence, your faith. I told you, the fruit of the spirit are connected. So it's in that place of goodness there that the mind of God is, is organically moving through me. I mean, I'm thinking this way. And he causes me to understand better and better because when I'm in this mindset, I see and receive benevolence from him. Amen. And the benevolence really fortifies, completely fortifies my faith. Watching God manifest time in and time out. Amen. He's gotten a hold of me because the ax was laid at the root. This is why we must continue to keep the ax at the root through our worship as we continue to worship God in the way that God has purposed in our hearts to give. Your faith shifts into a place uh, of you know that you know. God is your source in every way and nothing is going to change that. You stand differently. You stand in what we called back in the day, authentic faith is produced perfectly by the goodness of the Lord. Because I have a, a, an organic manner of thinking like God. And so do you. Now, goodwill is toward you. We learned this on Thursday, but we'll reiterate. It means it means fixed positions in place or time or state. It's toward you because you're in a fixed position. And the Lord said, you know what that fixed position was, right? I said, yes, I do, Lord. It was peace. Peace fixed my position. Amen. Peace fixed my position. That way, goodwill can flow toward me. I'm in the fixed position. I'm under propitiation entirely, completely under propitiation. And being under propitiation entirely, praise God, causes goodwill to flow perfectly. It's a whole nother level. And toward means that when it's toward you, you give yourself wholly to it. When God has got something toward you, it eventually causes you, hallelujah, meaning that you're going to give yourself completely over to the mindset of God. You're going to give yourself completely over to how God views it, how God does it, how God wants it to be. You are given over. Sickness comes and then the word rises 
because you've given yourself wholly to it. The word rises in you that says he's healed all my diseases already. Amen, God. See, that, that, that's because I've given. When you are under the goodness, you give. When it's toward you and God has something toward you, you give yourself completely over to it. There is no other thought here. Nothing but victory, nothing but healing, nothing but his blessing and prosperity, nothing less. As Evangelist Darrow says, never the less. Amen, Lord. Amen. You give yourself wholly to it. You see, for the first time in history of men, our thinking has changed. The reason being is we have been positioned for it to change. His goodness. And when I say the first time in history, I'm talking about Isaiah 9 and 6. His goodness is toward us. We are able to give ourselves wholly to his thoughts. And the reason it, for this is in Isaiah 9 and 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us, listen, that's toward you. Unto us a son is given. That's toward you. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. The Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. This is why. This is for, there was Jesus being a gift unto us, giving us the mindset of the Father is the greatest part of the gift. Receiving the goodness of the Lord. If I don't receive, watch this now, watch this, watch this proof here. If I don't receive the goodness of the Lord, the mindset of God, how then will I know to love like God? Amen. Because Amen. I have the mindset of God. I love beyond what normally and how normally I would react to something. But the goodness, the mindset of God affecting my mind agreeably causes me to love like God would love. Christ, the Lord, was born unto us. Hallelujah, Jesus. He was given unto us. The government, meaning all powers on his shoulders. His name is called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jesus came in walking in the goodness of the Father. He never went outside of it. It's unto us he was born and unto us he was given for the simple purpose that the Father's goodness would become our goodness. This is how we receive the benevolence of God. It's via his goodness. This is why the acts must stay at the root so that there won't be any, and I mean any interferences, stopping the goodness of God. Proverbs 23 and seven gives us a benefit and a leg up. It gives us an understanding here. It says, for as he thinketh in his heart, this is part A of that particular verse. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. I become what I'm thinking. And if I'm thinking like God, hmm, the Bible says I was created a little bit lower than Elohim. Hmm. I become like God. As a man thinketh or as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so now organically I'm thinking like this. So I'm becoming more like this. There's an anointing even on this line right now that can break some of you out of whatever it is you might be going through because your thought process is starting to meet the standard of where God is. This is our gift. His thoughts producing his benevolence. Hallelujah, Jesus. Romans uh, 12 and 2 says, and be not conformed 
The word conformed right here in the middle of the verse, I put the definition by the word. It means to conform oneself in one's mind and character. He says, and be not conformed. Don't be conformed in your mind to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove. This is when, this is when you're able to prove what? Prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It comes out of that, that when I've been severed, no longer conformed to this world, just giving you a little backdrop here, a little bit further confirmation, when I'm severed, no longer conformed in my mind to this world. Now what happens is the renewing of my mind happens at the severing because why? God is causing goodness to come forth that I may prove, meaning allowed, that you may allow what is good, that good and acceptable and perfect. You find the good and in the good, you find what is acceptable under God and you find what is perfect. You find the perfect will of God. Where? In his goodness. Why? Because it is his mindset. Hallelujah, Jesus. But the, the key is be not conformed. Be not conformed. Let the axe do what it needs to do. Let it sever. Why? So you can find and allow what is good. Who's good? God. You can allow God, who is the only acceptable. The Bible says he's purposed in no man to do anything. He's only purposed in himself. He's the only acceptable one. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. Perfect. It's in that acceptable and perfect place that we find, you want to know his will? It's got to be coming out of goodness. It's got to come out of his mind. You find the perfect, you find the will of God. So when the ax has severed us from the root of this world, we are no longer conformed to this world. We enter into a total, a total state of goodness, the total state of goodness of the Lord. We are now positioned, we are in position for his goodness to work in us. Keep that in mind for a moment. It works in us. And then the word prove means to allow. We are now positioned. Now we can allow. Now it's allowed to work through us. If goodness doesn't work in you, goodness can't work through you. Mm. It must be, you must allow, you must be affected in the mind agreeably. And that way, you can prove or you can allow. You're allowing, hallelujah. You are allowing. Bless God. The goodness to work through us or through you. So when we are truly under goodness, we find what is acceptable and perfect. We find the true will of God. I got the whole truth for you in one thing, one, one scripture here. And I'm about to close it up. But God is setting a foundation in your spirit about what true goodness is. Before you reach the place of his benevolence, you must be affected in the mind, agreeably. And by what measure you meet is met back unto you. I believe we all experience levels of goodness. I truly do. Some 30, some 60, and some 100. Depending upon how you allow, to be, you, you allow yourself to be affected, I can't even say you allow yourself. Depending upon the grace, Paul called it the grace the grace that was given unto me. The grace that was given unto me. Paul was saying, I understand the way I understand things because it's the grace of God. 
So I can't even say that depending on how you allow, it's how God has decided and chosen to grace you, to be perfectly honest with you. But we can't always ask for more grace. We can always ask for more. And God is rich, mercy, love, and he'll give it. In other words, he'll, he will affect your mind agreeably on another level as you allow him to. It's just about, I guess, it's just about the grace of God causing you to be influenced. You know, and, and if you want a greater influence of God, you can always ask. He'll give it to you. But the whole truth in one. In Isaiah 55, 1 through 13, now just listen, please listen. Listen to these 13 verses and I'll be closed before 11 o'clock. It says, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Now listen to this, guys. This is tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Let's praise God. Give me one second, everyone. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Yes. You see my notes again, Elder Allison? Yes. Ho, everyone that thirsteth. And I did it again. I'm so sorry. That's okay. In closing, the whole truth in one, please listen to this. It's really powerful. This mm -hmm. brings the message of peace and goodness and wraps it in one. This brings it together. This is going to solidify our series and where we're going and why we're going where we're going. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Hmm. Wherefore, yeah, wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfieth not. Listen to this right here. Hearken diligently unto me and eat ye that which hmm. is good Hallelujah. and let your soul delight itself in fatness <laughs> even here we see where he's saying it's not about money eat ye that which is good talking about who's good only god and let your soul this is when you'll begin to delight yourself in fatness incline your ear and come unto me here and your soul shall live and I will make here and your soul shall live. That's the place of where goodness is flowing. That's where we begin to delight ourselves in fatness. Listen, it's not about investments all the time. It's not about this or that. Listen, 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 listen. But when we are open to receiving his goodness, how do I do that? Incline your ear and come unto me in here and your soul shall live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel. And he hath glorified thee. Why? Because you're eating that which is good. Hallelujah. It says here, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. 
Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man, his thoughts right here. Come on, this takes us from coming into peace, now coming into the fullness of goodness. Let the unrighteous man, his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, forsaking his thoughts. He will return unto the Lord. Let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him and to our God. For he will, he will abundantly pardon. Key right here. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, if you ever tap in to the goodness of the Lord, this is what's going to happen. For as the rain cometh down and snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud that you may give seed to the sower. I love that right there. And bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Jesus. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish. Oh, if I just am able to send my goodness toward you, it will accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. For the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. Watch this, guys. It's going to get real good to you. It'll, it'll, break for, it'll, it'll break forth before you into singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of thorns mm. shall come up the fir tree. Hallelujah. And instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, shall come up the myrtle tree. Uh, and, and it shall be to the Lord for a name for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Your prosperity because of the goodness of the Lord is an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. It was compared here in this verse, this last verse to, to two things. You will become like a fir tree and a myrtle tree. Why? Because you're eating that which is good. You're no longer worried about money like that, but you're eating that which is, oh, hallelujah, which is good, praise God. And when you do that, when we eat that which is good, thorns turn into fir trees and briars become myrtle trees. All right. So now a briar is a, 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 a plant in the, in, the, in the desert that's prickly. It's got real need, really no value. But you being at one time living like under a briar, something that has no value, nothing that really benefits from a briar, you step into a dimension of becoming a myrtle tree. And what the word fir tree means this here, fir tree that you become because you're eating that which is good, you become a tree of nobility. And watch this. Remember I told you that if goodness flows to you or in you, it now can flow through you. The fir tree is the wood that they used in building the temple. You now become like the fir tree. You're a tree of nobility, and now you are useful. This is how God built his temple with the wood of the fir tree. Hallelujah, God. 
So it confirms what his goodness is in you. You too will become beneficial and useful to others. Hallelujah. The myrtle tree is a dwarf tree or shrub that's cherished for its abundance of dainty evergreen leaves. Listen, this is the key right here. This is for you, child of God, to understand that there will not be a day that you go without prosperity, with a day that you don't go, you go without benevolence, because why? You're eating that which is good. Now, benefits are all yours. These leaves adorn the branches all year round. You too will be adorned all year round. And here's a picture of a myrtle tree. A myrtle tree, if you're looking at my screen, a myrtle tree is flourishing. This tree never changes all year round. When you eat that which is good, you become a myrtle. You become a myrtle tree. And God gave me a word for the year. You're getting Christmas and New Year's all at the same time, praise God. God said in 2024, it's going to be a year of goodness and constant flourishing all year round. Hallelujah, God. Because you're eating that which is good. 2024, call yourself a myrtle tree. Hallelujah. You're a myrtle yes, tree in 2024. You're under the constant flourishing of God in your body, in your mind, in your finance. Of course, your spirit, every part of you, every facet of your being is under the, the, this wonderful anointing of God's goodness. And you will constantly flourish. You're going to flourish every single solitary day. You're going to flourish, whether it's inwardly or outwardly. Your myrtle is going to be filled. And you're going to look absolutely, I mean, absolutely splendid. You'll have nothing missing. You'll have nothing broken. Why? Because you began to eat that which is Hallelujah, good. God. You began to look at God as a source and God said goodwill toward you. And now all of a sudden you become a myrtle tree. You're not going to have a deficit day. You're not going to have a deficit month. You're definitely never going to have a deficit year again. You will flourish all year round. Hallelujah. That's the word of the Lord unto you today. That's his goodness being extended toward you. Goodwill toward you. You're in fixed position for it. Propitiation becoming your vision. Persuasion, my goodness. Persuasion to me is goodness flowing through you. It now becomes a force. I'm propitiated because the ax is at the root. I'm under the rhema word of God. And it's under that place that now I can discover the goodwill toward me. Hallelujah. These thoughts that God has us thinking, this word that God has, has us in constant study of, these are just his thoughts. This is just his goodness flowing toward you. Please don't despise studying three times a day hmm. because that is your benefit. That is your gift. To be reminded of the mind of God. And for that mind to be fully and organically and authentically established in you. Bless God. So you become a myrtle. No longer a briar. Just a myrtle tree. Something wonderful to look upon. Beauty. 
splendor, flourishing, never losing, only winning. Hallelujah. This is his goodness unto us. This is for us. This is for us. It's your gift. Lifting your hands if you're under the sound of my voice. This is for us. Next week, we're going to discover even more of how the, how the goodness of the Lord leads us unto repentance. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lifting those hands. Lifting those hands. This is God's gift for you. This is God's gift for you. This is God's gift. That his goodness is established in you. I'm watching God establish his goodness in my son in this season. God is giving my son. I'm watching it. His mindset. I'm, I'm watching it. And it's such a splendid thing that I'm looking at. Because if anybody knows my son, he loves to game. He loves to, he loves like gaming and he loves the different YouTube things and, and things of that nature. And sometimes he gets a little bit carried away in it, being honest. But Matt's made a change. God is making a change in Matt. And, and it's tremendous. It's powerful. And I'm watching him text me different scriptures he's reading. And I'm watching God change his thinking. And I am so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that my 13-year-old boy is being touched by God. I didn't, I didn't call him, I didn't call him into it. God brought him in. He recognized levels of attack of the enemy that were coming at him. And I just simply said, come on, come on, you gotta you do what you know. Do what you were always taught to do. And he's chasing it down for himself. And I'm watching the goodness of the Lord extend completely toward him. And I'm loving it. He's becoming safe and secure. He's learning about God himself, him and God. I see the goodness of the Lord over my family. Benevolence is kicking in like, like crazy. And I'm loving God for that, but more so, I'm loving the goodness of the Lord that changes our thinking. Amen, Lord. Amen. There's some comments here. A few, just let me read them real fast. Elder Allison says, hallelujah. Elder Donna says, he, he has given us all of himself. Amen. Evangelist Darrell says, hallelujah, his goodness manifested in me, causes me to be like him, love like him, and, and give like him, benevolence, powerful. John 15, 12, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. That's goodness, it's perfectly described. Evangelist Darrell says again, fir tree was used to build the temple and what filled the temple? Come on, we all know that, the glory. Come on now, the estimate and opinion of God filled the temple. Goodness that we become and the myrtle trees. Hallelujah. It says, it says, estimate of God that what we become and the myrtle tree. Hallelujah. It's the truth. It's the truth. We're filled with this. That does constitute the glory of the Lord. But God in this season is turning on the light to what true goodness is. If you're going to reach the place of benevolence, 
then you're going to reach the place of benevolence of being wealthy in God's benevolence. You're going to reach it by moving through the first dimension of goodness. And that is let it affect your mind agreeably. Come to grips that God is, he's the only way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. You know, I hear it like saying, come on, get over it. I am the way, the truth and the life. And it is the absolute truth. I am all goodness. Amen. Amen. Well, that's all I've got for you today. I pray that you be blessed. I pray that God multiply you. I pray that the goodness of the Lord be toward you and that you see and experience and feel it for what it's worth. Hallelujah.